Welcome to Inside the Mind. My name is Drew Fitzgerald. I'm here with the CLT Gold Mine today. If you're unfamiliar with who the CLT Gold Mine is, uh, they're a group of students who have uh, banded together and uh, formed our student section. They're our student section leaders. Uh, welcome to the podcast, y'all. Y'all want to introduce yourselves? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks for having us on, Drew. Uh, I'll, I'll kick it off. My name is Nate McPherson. Um, I've been with the gold mine. I'm in my second year now. I'm a, a senior here, so uh, I'm graduating in May and uh, handing over the keys to uh, Tati and Logan here. Uh, ever since we became a student organization over the summer, I have uh, taken the role of president. So, But yeah, it's a little bit about me, uh, Logan. Uh, I'm Logan Govan. I'm a sophomore here. Uh, it's my first year in the gold mine. Uh, I have the role of treasurer this year. And so, you know, in two or three years, I'm not really good at math, but I, I will be president. But Nate's not looking forward to that. But Lord help us. Yeah. <laughs> We're in good hands. <laughs> um, and I'm Tati Onaloya. Um, I'm a junior at the University of North Carolina, Charlotte. And um. I'll be president next year, so we'll definitely keep it rolling. We'll get Logan all set up for when he becomes president. So I'm excited. This is going to be. I have like. <laughs> I have like. I'm I'm joined right now with the order of succession. We got Nate, Tati, and then uh, we got Logan. <laughs> so we got the whole whole line. So do you guys want to talk about how the gold mine was established? Were you around for that? Can you tell me just like how its origin became? Because when I was attending uh, between 2018 to 2022, I, I knew about the gold mine, but it seemed like something that was just forming. Is, am I wrong about that? Or, or how did it form? Yeah, uh, when did you graduate? I graduated May of 2022. Okay. So yeah. Um, yep. So yeah. Uh, that year that you graduated was the start. So the start was that Western Kentucky game um, where we got absolutely spanked by uh, Rick Stansberry and uh, Jamarion Sharp. Uh, that was that was a horrible game. That was kind of like that was the start, um, which it's so funny. It's literally exactly two years uh away as the ECU game. So that's really cool. Like that's the two, the year two years to so the date. Be, yeah. Yeah. To the date. So we went in that game. Um, it was before I was at that game, but I was not involved yet with gold mine. Um, but it's, it's just going to be cool seeing where the first game where a row of guys were standing, that was it. Everyone else was sitting down, um, checked out, and this this Saturday, we're going to have people waking up in front of Halton Arena and potentially have five, six sections of students standing and yelling and saying terrible things. But um, that that's really where it started there, that Western Kentucky game. The university kind of saw the problem of there wasn't a student section really that was invested. I mean, it's been it been 10, 15, 20 years since we've been relevant. Hadn't made NIT since the Bobby Lutz days. So um students just really checked out. Um I remember my first few games because uh that was my first year at, at Charlotte games because my freshman year was the COVID year. And just everyone's sitting, not really any energy. Like we had just like kind of accepted the we're Charlotte, you know, who like, whoop like I can't wait to get home to watch the Duke game. And the university saw that and really adjusted. And um, they partnered with this consulting firm uh, called Biggest Fan Consulting, headed by Brandon Kaiser, 
who uh, he's been a big mentor to me. I'm probably going to send this to him, but um, he's the guy who started Grand Canyon student section, the, the Havocs, which is, Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it, their, their games are insane. And he like, that's proof that you don't have to be a Duke, a Kentucky, a Kansas, a Carolina to have a top tier student section. And so his consulting firm is all about partnering with high schools and colleges. And I mean, we're no doubt his biggest success story, but um, I mean, he works with North Texas, South Florida, USC, different stuff, uh, universities like that. But um, so they partnered with him and started with three guys, Caleb Salo, Sinan Musafar, and Sean Sizemore. Caleb was in a senior, they, the other two were Shout out to Salo. Shout out to Salo. I actually knew him from Emerging Leaders on campus. He was one of my my buddies in Emerging Leaders. So shout out to Salo. But Salo, anyway, I go back Salo. to your story. <laughs> he was awesome. Um, but yeah, no, they they and, and I mean they were the perfect guys to start it. Um, because I remember there was like an email. Are you interested in being student section leader? And it probably went to my spam and didn't really care for it. Um, initially, but getting to know those guys because just seeing it that first season and went from one row to maybe four or five rows but like that's how it starts of people standing and engaged so by the end of the season there was a foundation to a point but then they did a lot of work in baseball and softball and i i was very unhinged in baseball my sophomore year i'm quite the heckler i like to think um I will probably i can tell you some stories when i'm off camera of different things i have said and done um, like, Nate, I've ran, I've ran into you a couple of times at football games. I know what you're capable of. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, so if we were playing rice in two weeks, I would change my Instagram bio to say rice 2024 and then follow their players. So that way. I oh my work. gosh. Yeah. But I, I got to know those guys in baseball. And then over the summer, um, when Salo graduated, uh, they had an interview process, and they they took a chance on me, and I'm very grateful for that because I had given them several reasons not to, um, and and it's just blown up from here. Um, and one thing that I love that we do at the Gold Mine is we're not just about basketball, we're not just about football. We love highlighting all of them. Uh, it's it's hard sometimes because you're going to make some people mad because there's only so many hours in the day, only so many games that we can really spotlight. But I love that we target soccer, we target softball, we target all of them. And um, I love that. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, you talked about your different strategies for, for engaging, you know, and, and, and riling up the other team. Uh, I, I had the privilege of attending Cameron indoor this year, watching Charlotte play against Duke uh, in basketball. And, you know, the Cameron crazies had that little sheet that they went off of. I know y'all have, you know, almost like a structured system. I, and I don't, I, again, the CLC gold mine, I mean, over the Cameron crazies every day, I'm not biased at all. I saw but, that um, sheet. That was <laughs> pathetic. Yeah, it, it was, it, it, in my opinion, it was pathetic, but uh, that's why I wanted to ask you. I, I know y'all have a, you know, a social media account going. I've seen Logan on there a couple of times. Um, and I, you know, Logan Tati, if you want to add in, like ha have, do you guys, how do you structure your cheers or chants? What, what do you guys do in, in terms of structure wise to make it work? Is the structure at worked for y'all? Like in, in comparison to when you first started, how has that been going? Um, so I can't really speak on like when we first started, cause it's my first year, but like pretty much our structure is like, we have like our base set of chants that like we use and like we tend like for uh, basketball after the tip, like after we win it, 
is straight into the CLT every time. And then we have other stuff like football, two claps and a Ric Flair, pretty iconic for Charlotte. You know, everyone knows that one. But then a big thing that we like to do, we are all into heckling at the gold mine. So we like to do our research on players. So before the games, we'll, you know, research players on the teams, check out their Instagrams, their Twitters, see if they have any like embarrassing pictures, embarrassing videos up, just stuff like that. Read their bios, like see if they're on the team because their dad's the coach, stuff like that. So we have all of that. And then we spread that information to like all the people around us. We're like, hey, we're going at this dude for this whole game. Okay. And it just turns into a bunch of fun. You got a bunch of all your friends and buddies just yelling straight at this dude having a great time so we do a lot of research i will say the hardest research we've ever had to do so we played utah valley for basketball this year and i got tasked with doing the research to find you know some dirt to dig up on those players and i'm sure no one around here knows like utah valley like i did not even know this we looked it up they're 80 percent mormon so i'm going through the roster going through bios all it is like all on instagram their marriage pictures and them in other countries serving mission trips. And I like came to like our bosses. I was like, I cannot, we have nothing <laughs> to like say about these yeah. guys. Like they are literally, they are great people. But yeah, for the most part, it's just like doing our research, finding as much dirt as we can to like have on different teams. Well, that thanks for adding that Logan. That's really interesting. Um, when I was at the last game uh, against North Texas, the last home game, or actually UAB was the last home game. So I, the last home game I went to uh, was North Texas. And I, I saw that y'all had these tables where you could draw signs. I don't know if that was held, like sponsored by the university or if that was a CLT goldmine initiative, but do you guys have any other ideas that you're working on uh, kind of to incorporate students and make it easier for them to cheer and, and uh, get really involved as you guys are in the student section like that? Well, I mean, yeah, we're, me, oh, yeah, go ahead, Nate. You got it. <laughs> well, for me, a big part of that is um, just over the summer uh, that we have like little orientations with upcoming freshmen. And every time I would just tell them, like, be yourself. It's college. No one cares. You're going to make a fool of yourself eventually at a frat party. Might as well make a fool of yourself at a basketball game, too. I mean, it's um, just don't care. Just, you know, let loose and support this team i mean you're you're only in college once hopefully and it's all about you know really embracing what call i mean fern has talked to us about just like it's embracing what college is and just having a good time and uh supporting and just not worrying or giving a crap what other people think and just rolling with that and just empowering them um there's some students who some, you know, might get on your nerves, but like we're all about like just empowering people to rally around Charlotte and ditching Duke, ditching Carolina. They didn't want you. And um no reason we should want them. It's all about Charlotte. I love that answer. Um definitely just just you know, the gold mine has grown over this this basketball season, and I, I'm sure it'll grow even more. Uh this is a question for I want I want to hear Tati. I haven't heard her speak yet. Where where do you want the Where do you guys think you want this gold mine? Uh, you know, student body to go. Where where do you Where do you guys see this when you're alumni? Well, hopefully it's not burnt to the ground when Logan gets you know to be president. Not no shade <laughs> to Logan. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Logan's gonna do a phenomenal job. Um, because Nathan's built something so solid. 
Um, but from there, I want it to be kind of its own thing. And we have our own traditions. We've been really trying and kind of testing new things for students to kind of clasp on to. And some some of them have been really sticking. So hopefully that's kind of there. And I want to see the community really embrace Charlotte. Like when you go around to the bars around here and you go to the, you know, the delis and stuff like Charlotte stuff isn't around like when you go to Chapel Hill or anything like that. So I would like the community to really like embrace us and really like see that like Charlotte is a university to be reckoned with. And like our students are here and our students are proud to be here. So that's something I really, really want to see the student section become just like its own foundation with like all of that kind of stuff. So that's awesome. The, I I think they gained a lot of recognition after that last game against UAB, where you all climbed back. Or I I shouldn't say y'all. I should say me too, because I'm part of the I'm part of the the students too, the the fan base too. Uh, where we climbed back from a 20 point deficit, uh, Charlotte did, uh, and ended up winning the game against UAB. The players contributed. Uh, Deshaun Jackson after the game and Coach Fern actually uh, contributed a lot of their success to the gold mine, uh, thanking y'all for for the energy and staying in the game down twenty. What was that experience like? And was there any difficulties trying to keep the student section alive while y'all were down twenty? And and how did it feel surging back from that twenty point deficit to uh, to end up uh, uh, eking out the game and winning? Yeah, it was a uh, definitely tough at first, you know, to stay in. Because like we had, we're on such a roll. Like the past two or three games at home, we got out to such massive leads, and so there was that like first instant, first five minutes, we're down ten quickly. It's like, okay, what's kind of happening here? But like something that I was really proud of from all the students. Like usually in the past, when that happens, everyone just sits down or leaves. That game, like no one sat down, no one left. We were still in it the whole time, and like it reminded me of the App State game from. Last year, that that's another game. We were down like 20, 30 points early in the first. And like same thing. No one sat down. No one left. Everyone was still engaged. And we were still like doing our best to try to give the the team and Fern our energy. And then at the same time, when they start playing well, they give it back to us. And it just makes our job so much easier, especially when you got like Lukai Passion and like Deshaun uh, Jackson out there, like throwing their arms up, trying to get everyone to stand up. Like we feed off that energy, too, just as much as they feed off our energy. And the reverse crowd storming. Did you guys know that was going to happen? Not really. Yeah, no. no it was just that, sp- I mean, spontaneous. Yeah, that. I mean, that. That's why, like, it works. It's organic. I mean, because uh, especially with, since we are kind of like that, this we were a university initiative. You could see where there'd be stuff that is just like the university. Hey, start this, and that's not organic. And that's what I loved about that, because uh, we didn't really know about it, because um, it started that North Texas game. Uh, where they where they came in and then because like they always do the high fives and I know Fern that's been something Fern had been wanting to do as well like that that's something that he saw and said just like the little high fives he wanted to do that so I think credit should go to Fern on that but yeah no it's just it, it, it just happened and that that's why it's so hype and it's so cool and it's unique to us yeah, talk about organic. You guys, in, pre- in preparation for the ECU game this week, are camping out in front of Halton Arena starting at 6 p.m. Uh, do you guys want to, for those who don't know, can you guys explain what's going on, what's happening, and and how can students and alumni and, and fans, what, what can they do to help? 
Holy cow. Yeah, no, Fernville, as we've dubbed it, has blown up like I had no idea it was going to happen. Um, I was in the office last week and I was at like just when we were kind of like toying with the idea. Um, and I, I said 25 to 50 people, maybe. Um, 50 was on the low end. We could see between 60 and 100 students camping out for this game. Um, yeah, it, it's it's in the community charlotte holy cow this we're so grateful that we go to this university but um the way it really started is it'd been something that i could like kind of seen i'm in the agent 49 discord and they, the old heads always talk about how they used to do that and i was like yeah lutesville as they called it right yeah yeah or uh, holden heights as well holden holden heights before that okay yeah but um so i i I've seen that and I like like that'd be really cool to do for this game. I think we could get a couple tents out there and a frat. I, I will give all the credit really to Pie Cap. Um they they uh had someone who used to be very involved with athletics uh email Mike Hill. Be like, hey, Fernville. We they're the and he listed reasons why we should do it. And um, one of their brothers texted, or not texting, but DM'd me. And I was like, I'm all in. Uh, we can get it, a couple of your frat boys, me and some friends. We could probably get 20 or so people out there. It'd be really cool. But, and then we we posted something just on the story, not an actual post, just on the, our story. And all the tents that our alums have let me borrow and, loaned and or even donated i mean people like uh brad craven i think i said his last name he donated tents to us and so grateful to him um just seeing we raised insane amount of money for a pizza for um dinner that night um it, it's just it's blown up it, it's gonna be straight out more than anything it's gonna be an event um we got espn dming us hey can we get content for the broadcast so just really seeing it's just boom, just like that. And students come out. I'm out of tents. I'm sorry. But, I mean, text mom, dad, get a tent and come join us. We'll have food for you. We'll have Fern coming out at some point. Um, and it's just we're just going to party all night, wake up, shower, I hope, and party some more and just be absolutely ruthless towards Eastern Carolina. So, uh, so just as, as a final count, so all the, all the people out there listening know how many, how many people do you expect to be intense? Just, just to clarify 60 to hundred. Okay. Wow. Okay. 60 to, that's a lot of students. So yeah, because uh, um, I've, I've kind of done the math, um, where, cause I think in our nine tenths that we have, we have about 36 people guesstimated. And then packing uh, them in like sardines. (laughs) Yeah. I think, yeah, there's one tent. I don't even know how many people it fits. We're going to get six in there. We're going to figure a way. It might be a two person tent. We're going to get six in there, (laughs) but, um, but yeah, we have like 36 there and then uh, pie caps bring in 25. I don't know what that adds up to, but I think it'll be around 60 to hundred. Wow. What, what a, what a great number of students. So especially there's, there's going to be a lot of people in Halton arena on Saturday for uh, the matchup between Charlotte and ECU It's going to happen uh, 2 PM Eastern time. They're going to be televised on ESPN. You, 
um, a lot of new, probably a lot of new fans coming, uh, especially with, with the rise of Charlotte Halton arena is going to be bumping. I don't know if it's going to be sold out yet. I know the lower bowl is sold out and, and upper tickets are going fast for all the, for all the new, new, new Charlotte fans and the returning Charlotte fans. What, what can they do to help support the team? What, what can they do to be in, in, in synchrony with you, uh, with you guys? What should they know before entering Halton arena? Just be loud the whole time. Like you're walking in there, you already know, like this is a hostile environment, especially against that school in Greenville that we're going to be playing. Like we're going to get after it. Alumni in the lower bowl is getting after it. We don't care where you're sitting. If you're courtside or if you're at the very top, almost touching the roof, stand up, be loud, like give the team your energy. Cause that is what everyone in that building will be doing on Saturday. And also, it's going to be white out y'all. So better come out decked out in all white. Cause we want the entire stadium to be just absolutely just white. So. And I want to make it clear. We're going to have 8,000 people there to watch Charlotte, not watch EC. We're there to watch Charlotte. We're not camping out for the game against Eastern Carolina. We're camping out to watch the Niners play. Absolutely. And, uh, we're all excited for that game. Fernville's ready to go. Y'all are ready to go. I, I'm sure y'all don't want to ditch your dorms or apartments and just get to Fernville right now set up. Um, but but before we depart, I just I just want you guys to share. You know, you y'all been a part of CLT Goldmine. Y'all have done great work. What has been your favorite memory uh, as a part of CLT Goldmine so far? Um, as you continue to make new ones. For me, I mean, I feel like. Up until last week, it would have been probably the storm in the field after beating Duke in football. But um, my probably favorite is that North Texas game this year just because um, I was on the side of the band and just looking over to the other side and seeing all, that entire side, all three sections standing up. Uh, it, it, I was – on the border of tears. It was just beautiful. And then to have people with me standing, having a section next to a spot, like that's the most like standing engaged loudest. Um, I I've like seen Holton in my time, uh, just seeing that rise. But I mean, just, just sitting on that, standing on that side. I don't sit made people mad. I don't care. Uh, standing on that side, just seeing that she's just, it was, it was beautiful. And just really just seeing where it was when I, I started and seeing where it is now is just, holy cow. Talk to you guys. Sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't realize. Um, My favorite memory, honestly, that last game, but for like a little bit of a different reason. I mean, I know Nate and Logan can get really loud and all the guys in the front row can get really loud, but it was kind of cool kind of seeing like the girls start trickling down into the lower section and kind of just like congregating. I thought that was really cool um, seeing just like a little bit more of a a female presence there because I mean, Charlotte is, you know, male and female, so we got to get the ladies out there and it was really cool seeing them and they were getting rowdy, like spitting and like yelling and like getting crazy. That was like, yeah, yeah. Like this one girl in the front row on the other side, she was getting nasty with it. I was like, you tell them, you tell oh, them. The Tulsa game? Really- yes. Oh my gosh. She was good. She was really good. Her were going at Jared Garcia. Jared Garcia. Was- she was 
It was amazing. And it was so cool. And like all her friends were there and I was like, and they were yelling. I was like, yes, it was, it was really cool. So, um, really excited to see like our audience kind of expanding too and getting just like different types of people out. So that was just a really cool thing to see. Yeah. All right. Uh, definitely the CBI championship. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, uh, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. We don't care about that. Hang the banner. <laughs> no, <laughs> not hang the, we do not want that. But probably uh, for me, because uh, they were both here for the Duke game, I was still in high school for that. So I would have to go with the App State game just because of how packed that place was and like how loud it was. And that was that was really like the first basketball game for me that I was here. And I was like, like, wow, like this place gets crazy loud. This place is rocking. Like it was really great. And obviously, like we're just hoping for that same no, not that same energy. We're getting, we're gonna have a lot more on Saturday. So that'll be, that'll be the new number one. Awesome. Well, thank y'all so much for hopping on the podcast and, and talking about your experience in the, in the CLT gold mine in Fernville and, and all the great stuff y'all are doing, uh, for all those listening, uh, the ECU Charlotte game, like I mentioned, will be at 2 PM Eastern time, uh, in Halton arena. You can watch it on ESPNU. Uh, you have these amazing, incredible leaders here that will be leading the student section, uh, after, after a sleepless night of camping, uh, and pizza. So, uh, thank y'all for joining me. It's been great and uh, looking forward to the game this Saturday. Sir, absolutely. Yeah. Go Niners. Go yeah, Niners. thank you. Go Niners. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Inside the Mind. Hit that follow button to stay updated on all things Niner Nation. You can find me on X at Inside the Mind 49 and on Instagram at Drew underscore Fitzgerald. As always, picks up and roll Niners.